It'll make you laugh. It'll upset you. But most importantly, it'll make you think. This is Doug's Master. Debate with David Smalley. Doug Masturbate, the David Smalley story. The documentary that nobody asked for is finally here. This three-hour cinematography masterpiece is revealing, and the critics are raving about it. My daughter was watching it for a while, and she would just kind of look, like, like Talissa's looking, and she's kind of confused. From the New York Times. Oh, that is so disturbing. Rotten Tomatoes. Boring. Breitbart movie reviews. You need to worship Hitler. In fact, David himself says... You've had some struggles listening to me. Dogmaster Bait. The true story. And I keep saying I'm going to do a video of it, and I will one day, I promise. And now, David, you have. Now let's start at the beginning of your very personal journey. Well, I don't want two gay men in one of my hotel rooms. Is just one okay? Gays are worthy of death. Tell me more. So, I was an adult... I walk into my bedroom, and my bedroom was set up in Texas to where you walk into the master bedroom, and then you make a left turn, and there's the bathroom, and then you make another left turn to get into the master closet. What did you find there? Cocaine and crack. And another gentleman? I, I could hide it, but they're totally going to know. It was refreshing to me to, to be able to be that guy for him. So how rough did it get? It made the bowels fall out of a guy. David reveals his struggle with referring to himself in the third person. What? What is David talking about? And his struggle with violent online pornography. Whenever I click this, this thing pops up and every... Never mind, just got it. Figured it out. His passion for bondage. So they were weighted down and they were leaning up against each other. And his difficulties with seeking consent. It wasn't touching anything else and there was no clothes on it. His hidden collection of sex toys. You can be locked in this dungeon in my basement where the, the, the rod is. The aftermath. Oh, I feel so cleansed and I feel so wonderful. Is that something I need to come out of the closet and admit? I actually like it. To a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival, David opens up on the taboo topic of bestiality. Yeah, scratch and sniff. But you claim to have gone further. And I just stopped and it was just... Were you scared he might bite you? I wasn't scared. I was just in the moment going, this is cool. Uh-huh. And what did you whisper into his ear? I did not come. You should be coming. Not weird at all. Where did you meet? So it was by itself just kind of... Um, vulnerable... David lists his achievements. I've got four things on the list. I have stealing, murder, homosexuality, and cheating. And his regrets on making the film. If I could go back in time and rewrite that, it would be completely different. Because I didn't share enough of the personal stories of things that I struggled with. Dog Masturbate. The true story. Coming to the dark web this summer. Rated R. Not for children, grandchildren, pregnant women, people who suffer from anxiety, Pat Robertson, or any clear-thinking, rational, intelligent individual. People seeking to access this film risk prison time, community service, or being promoted within the Trump administration. Okay, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I appreciate that disclaimer. And I asked my mom if she would come, and she said yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Herd Mentality, and for this special Christmas podcast, which isn't really anything to do with Christmas, we have not one, but two different uh, splinter views, one that appeared on Dogma Debate, and the other one that appeared on The Scathing Atheist recently, when they came out during their trip to Australia for Skepticon. 
Although I have a heap of audio from the trip, I haven't really had time to do little interludes and so forth, so it's just going to be a whole bunch of little collections from the time during Skepticon. I'm about to head away kayaking for a couple of weeks, so all the best and be nice to each other. I'm reporting live from Sydney with the news that the Voluntary Postal Survey is in and the results were an overwhelming yes in favour of marriage equality, 61.6% in fact. Now joining me for an exclusive interview is Lyle Shelton. Lyle, thanks for joining us for an official statement. Pleasure. You're very brave mixing religion and politics. As are you. Now let's briefly cover off your position throughout the campaign. You were very much against equal rights for gay and lesbian couples. I'm not uh, wanting to propose anything against any fellow Australians. Uh, people have a right to live their lives as they f- see fit in a, in a free society like Australia. But uh, I do think there is an issue with changing the definition of marriage. Uh-huh. And this is not a gay straight issue. Well, it kind of is. It seems like now the results are in, you're beginning to change your position? Yeah. Best news I've heard all day. How will the Christians deal with such a shock to the system? We've got a huge education task ahead of us. So now that people can be a bit more open about their sexuality, do you think that homosexuality is more prevalent than you'd previously acknowledged? Yes, it does exist on on both sides. Gay Christians, eh? This is groundbreaking stuff. I want to start by uh, offering an apology. Really? Well, okay, this is the place to do it. We're sorry for what happened. Oh, you mean the hate, the vitriol, the straw man arguments and so forth? Yeah. Encouraging to hear. I mean, the first step is acknowledging the problem. So when the news was announced that lesbian couples are likely to be able to soon marry, what was the first thing that sprung to your mind? Their lips. Hmm. Do you have any urges regarding gay men? Were you... Compelled to perform same-sex... Yeah, right. So so you joined in the celebrations? Quickly joined by uh, the gay couple. And... I touched gay men. Well, why wouldn't you? I think that's the basis of a civil society. Absolutely. So why did you stop? Because it started to hurt. How's your sphincter feeling now? I think we need to have a good hard look. Oh, hang on, that's, well, it's quite dark in there, but that looks a little bit like... Uh... Come. I'm no doctor, but I'd say you're spot on there. Now, final thoughts on the outcome of the postal vote. There are no consequences to changing the definition of marriage. Lyle Shelton, leader of the Australian Christian Lobotomy, thanks for joining us on The Herd Mentality, reporting live for The Scathing Atheist. He's a hero. Yeah, Noah's a genuinely good guy. Take care and all the best in the future. Anonymous sperm donation is a good thing. It's much more fun watching Americans watch kangaroos than it is to watch kangaroos. <laughs> Welcome to the Herd Mentality Podcast, an eclectic non-weekly mix of atheistic, humanistic and scientific conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection and, God willing, entertain you with some scintillating repartee. This is a listener-supported show and you can help boost quality and quantity at HerdMentalityPodcast.com and then click on support. Your contribution makes all the difference for the show and 10% of it goes to women in developing countries. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, found on Twitter, Facebook and Google+. And it's time to meet our guests. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality uh, a segment that is involving uh, Jesse Richardson. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Adam. How are you? Uh, very well, thanks. Now, you're hanging out in the toilets or shower at the moment? I'm in the shower at my workplace because that's it. And I 
suffer the um, curse of open plan offices like so many of us these days, which sound like a good idea and management agrees they're a good idea and there's something nice about them, but also means that there's nothing even close to privacy that you can have and background noise is a constant feature. So consequently, here I am in the shower stall. Joining you live from the shower in Queensland. It is Queensland, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Now, Jesse, you've been on the show previously because you are the creator, founder, and um, matriarch of yourlogicalfallacyis.com. Correct. That is a true thing you said. Yes, it's a fabulous website. So many people who listen to this show will have used that website in one way or another trying to spread the good word of critical thinking. And you've taken it uh, to the next level with some thinking steroids. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Um, so we're doing a whole lot of things. Um, I, we actually incorporated as a charity over in the US of A um, not long ago, Adam, under the banner of School of Thought, schoolofthought.org. And what we're doing with that is we're essentially attempting to fund a comprehensive online educational platform, giving teachers and students access to free, high-quality, critical thinking resources that they can use within their curricula um, all around the world. So that's the dream and vision, and part of the reason that we've incorporated over in the USA is that there's a lot of bureaucratic and red tape barriers for charities over here in Australia. We are a charity here in Australia as well, but getting DGR status, which is deductible gift recipient, is um, something of a bureaucratic minefield. So um, we're going over to the land of liberty and um, small amounts of (laughs) (laughs) bureaucracy. And the place Um, where possibly the most critical thought is required. Exactly right. Yeah. So there's a nice bullshit buzzword bingo synergy going on there over across the ditch. So we're hoping to raise some money from well-thinking philanthropists there uh, this year. Hopefully some big American bucks flow the way of critical thinking because never has there been a time in our history where I think we need it more, Adam. I concur. Now, yourlogicalfallacyis.com has been endorsed by a whole bunch of big names. Um, who's tweeted it? So Stephen Fry tweeted it at one point. Jimmy Wales, who founded uh, Wikipedia. Ben Goldacre has tweeted it. Uh, our own lovely Dr. Carl, of course. People uh, close to home like Will Anderson and PZ Myers. Uh, it's not PZ Myers. That's just weird, isn't it? <laughs> so it's it's quite. It's been very very well received. And um, the, when I made reference to upping it with steroids. Uh, just give me the, the name because I don't have it on, on the screen in front of me, but I found it quite clever. Mm-hmm. So um, we've done a new assister site to the fallacy site on cognitive biases, which is something I've been meaning to do for a while. And we've got an Icelandic domain name for it. There's a reason for that, which is the domain is www.yourbias.is. Your bias is, and then forward slash whatever your bias might happen to be. So confirmation bias or the backfire effect or availability mm. heuristic or whatever else. So I've actually bought the domain yourfallacy.is as well, which I intend to um, switch the fallacy site over to at some point when I have time. <laughs> so Iceland, <laughs> they, they're, they're, get, <laughs> they're getting their fair share of hosting fees out of you. And good luck to them then with their economy. Yes, uh, right. Being able to get this set up, You've got a Kickstarter arrangement, and I should not have used that word, a f- uh, public fundraiser mm-hmm. to get things up Correct. and running. Now, where can we go so and actually, find that? No, no, I've, got, I've got my 
fingering so many bloody pies at them that I have to delineate between them all. So we're also doing something called Five Fallacies in 60 Seconds, um, 60-ish seconds, because I went a bit over, um, which is uh, trying to take what we did with the Fallacies website and put it into video form so that it's even more accessible, giving teachers, students, and the general public a audiovisual um, introduction to critical thinking via logical fallacies. And we're doing a Kickstarter for that at the moment where uh, we're attempting to raise money to fund the next two videos in the series. We've done the first one ourselves, which is available at the Kickstarter page. If you go to kickstarter.com and just search for critical thinking, it'll uh, come up and that's closes on the 13th of December. So if you can lend your support in aid of critical thinking generally and spreading rationality and giving teachers critical thinking resources to use from all around the world, that would be very, very helpful and very much appreciated. Jesse, I'm a big fan of your work. You're the stuff you have produced. I'm yet to see this video, but the websites are certainly polished and very well thought through, critically one might say. Mm. So <laughs> I would encourage listeners to get involved. You are going to be using this resource. You know it's going to help other people. Please go and give Jesse a few bucks out of your pocket. A tax deductible in the US? It is. Oh, and I should mention as well that it's um, two things, obviously, with uh, Kickstarter is one, you don't pay anything unless everyone um, we actually reached the goal, so we're actually making these things, which is good. And the other thing is that you get rewards as well. So one thing, a new product that we've got, there's been posters available for a while um, selling uh, the with logical fallacies and biases but a new product that we're uh, launching through the kickstarter is a deck of 52 flashcards uh, for your logical fallacies and biases so you can take them offline and if you're at the pub um, or wherever else and um, you need to call someone out on a particular egregious fallacy that's been committed you can have this deck of cards in your back <laughs> you pocket and card it out for them. <laughs> please tell me it's a game called cards against stupidity Oh, yes, that's not a bad. That's nice framing, actually. Maybe I should reconsider the package. <laughs> I want 10%. Fair. Yeah, no worries. Jesse... Not for profit, mate. No one's making money. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, yeah. Jesse, where can we find out more of your work and contact you? So if you liked, um, probably the best place to go to is um, the easiest place to go to because it's the shortest domain name is yourbias.is or you can go to schoolofthought.org. Thank you so much for joining us. And once again, everyone get involved because you will be using this resource in the time to come. Cheers, Adam. Take care. Beautiful. Thanks for that, mate. No stress. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality. <laughs> and joining me around the campfire, I've got no illusions. Hey, howdy, y'all. Lucinda Lusions. Hi, hi. And Jamie. G'day, how you going? So, guys, we're exhausted. We've had uh, two days of doing precisely zero. Yeah, hey, hanging in there. Yeah, I can handle it. I, I don't have a whole hell of a lot of experience with this kind of thing, but I'm always willing to try new shit. That's why Jamie and I are here. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I go on vacation with Kevin Spacey, but only once. <laughs> So this would be your first proper vacation in the history of ever. That's pretty close, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely the best. Now I'll tell you the coolest thing about Australia, what you might not know if you've never been here before, is that the animals have periodic conferences by species so that each day you get a different Australian animal. We've been out camping for three days. First day, saw the shit out of some kangaroos. They told us, yeah, you see a plenty of kangaroos. It's fucking Australia, of course. They're like goddamn deer here. We saw a bunch of kangaroos first day. Second day, no kangaroos at all, but we saw a shit ton of goannas. 
You've never seen a Goan in person? Imagine a fucking Komodo dragon, but slightly smaller. Ton of those uh, yesterday. Today, no Goannas, no kangaroos. Saw the shit on some echidnas. Have you never seen an echidna before? There is no animal in the fucking world I can compare that weird-ass-looking thing to. But they're pretty awesome. Porcupine? Adorable. Kind of like a porcupine, but with like a snorkel. Snout. like a like a Like a porcupine trying to go swimming. Yeah. Something like that. And with giant, weird, freaky claws on the back. Pretty adorable. <laughs> Day four, whole bunch of Tony Abbott's. <laughs> Tony Abbott. You just see a bunch of Tony Abbott's everywhere. <laughs> They'll be. Which is why we're only taking a three-day camping trip. <laughs> 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 Trying to get out while the getting is good. I got to say, so we've been out here now for about three days, with the exception of a handful of hikers and a few folks uh, kayaking past. We've barely seen a soul, not counting the uh, kangaroos, the echidnas, the goannas, and the fact that souls don't exist. But it is, like, again, if you're an American and you're listening to this, if you want to get this far out, you basically got to drive to a trailhead, hike for about 15 hours, something along those lines. Apparently, Australia is just loaded with spots like this. Also, by the way, not run, as near as I can tell, by a fucking idiot dick measuring psychopath with an inferiority complex and a billion dollars so it's got a lot going for it nice to take a break from him for a bit (laughs) (laughs) so you've come here to take a brief reprieve from tyranny yes I came for that ruse and all the other cute Well, you, you, got all, you got all the good stuff. In terms of camping, we didn't even bother pitching the tents. We all no. brought tents, and it has been crystal clear nights, a whole bunch of stuff that would make Neil deGrasse Tyson cream his jeans. Mm-hmm. We haven't managed to spot the Southern Cross because, rudely, the rotation of the Earth wasn't favourable. <laughs> but we can track down the old bogan, and a bogan is like a, is, is like a redneck. <laughs> And they get the Southern Cross tattoo on them. And what a Bogan doesn't know is that the Southern Cross is on about eight different flags for different nations. So if you ever see an Australian with a Southern Cross tattoo, just ask them if they're from Samoa or New Zealand. What's the blood pressure go up? (laughs) (laughs) In terms of comfort, guys, here in the middle of basically rocky terrain, surrounded by rocks and more rocks with a river next to it, How comfortable would you rate this place? Well, again, back in the States, no matter how comfortable your couch is, Donald Trump is your president, so it's a step up. (laughs) You could be sleeping on broken glass and still be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say, there's nowhere I've been in the States where you can see so goddamn many stars. There's so little light pollution out here. Now, it's not dark enough. Apparently, if it's if, it, if you get into dark skies enough, you can see the Magellanic Clouds out here. Not quite that dark of skies, but we're getting some damn dark skies. Apparently, there's a shitload of stars, y'all. If you live in New York, you might think there's only nine. You'd be wrong. <laughs> it's my first sleeping under the stars and not in a tent if I am camping, and it's just been... Absolutely amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. Smitten. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we had a 25-hour mm-hmm. flight to get here. And that included a 40-minute layover in the Tokyo airport that was just literally full-out sprint. Now, if you've never seen Lucinda in person, you have to understand she's four foot six. Jockey. In, in, yeah, in metric, that's one something. <laughs> um, and so her little tiny legs have to, you know, move about three times for, for each one of mine. And I was at a straight-out sprint. Unfortunately, you get to 
the security, for whatever fucking reason, when you transfer from one international flight to another at the Tokyo airport, you got to go through security again. They have a, the same limitation on liquids that we have in the States. You can't have more than three and a half ounces of, of any liquids. And after the run, both of us had more than three and a half ounces of sweat in our shirts, so they made us stop, wring that shit out before they let us through. It was a big pain in the ass. Anyway, we made 25 it. hours <laughs> flying coach. It was absolutely worth it. I would have thought that the fucking koalas would have to be blowing me as I walked off the goddamn plane for it to be worth it. But no. It was just me at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize for that. I wasn't wearing the fairy... The, the, what was it? The, the Taylor Swift suit that she has in, the, uh, in some of her sketches. So from the airport, basically, pick you guys up after you are arta knackered. Yeah. I just wrecked after this trip. Jump in the people's car. We drive for another couple of hours and come down and see my family, which I do apologize for because I struggle to have to tolerate my family and I inflicted them upon foreigners. But I do have two adorable nieces and they're taller than Lucinda. Yep. <laughs> they're only four years old. I was and, trying on and, their shoes. And, and one's good. still breastfeeding. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, and still out, did you? So that kept Lucinda busy. Um, those hungry hippos were well fed by the time yes. we were done. Had about 150 rounds of hungry hippos. Uh, had a feed, then we're up and away the next morning. Came came down here, got lost twice trying to find the right spot. <laughs> in terms of bush food, eating in the middle of nowhere, impressions? Well, it's a hell of a lot better than I was expecting. Now, you got to understand again... Speaking of the Americans here, I have first question I ask, I'm like, so what do we do uh, with water here? Do you have like a filter or do you do like the iodine pills? What do you do? He's like, we take water out of the fucking river and drink it. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's disgusting. And he's like, no, that's disgusting in America. Sure, certainly <laughs> you wouldn't want to drink that fucking water. But uh, yeah, apparently, like, in, in, you know, they tell you you can't even drink the goddamn tap water in most countries. I've been drinking river water for the last couple of days, and I'm feeling just no fine. No diphtheria, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah, if you, yeah. If, if you want iodine tablets and water filters, uh, Flint is the place to go. <laughs> <laughs> which is where I grew up, which is probably why, you know, I've got an immunity. You know, I don't I believe it was... <laughs> to lead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. That's why I've got uh, such a heavy ass. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do? We got in, pitched the site, which didn't involve much. Really, it was just hanging up two hammocks, mm-hmm. watching a couple of wildlife potter around, a couple of canoeists invading our personal space by dragging their stupid canoes past <laughs> us, which was very rude, to be honest, given <laughs> we're in a national park known for canoeing <laughs> you'd think they'd have the decency to know that I've got people from the northern hemisphere who don't understand how this place works and they could have given us a wide berth boiled up a couple of stews mm-hmm. uh, oh, the did, food has been amazing we did a uh, butter chicken curry I think mm-hmm. first up uh, nobody got violently ill from that yep. beef masaman mm-hmm. at lunchtime today and we've been taking it in turns to learn how to make damper yeah. So damper bread. For, d- bread. Yeah, yes. Bread. Sorry, let's let's just dumb it down for <laughs> exactly. for your Patreon listeners. My Patreon listeners much smarter. They know what I'm talking about. Yours on well, the other. Now we've determined which yeah. show this is going to be. <laughs> so damper. My Patreons have larger and more impressive genitals. <laughs> I can't argue with that. 
Um, so damper is spelled B-R-E-A-D. Lucinda. Yes. Being the baking enthusiast you are, mm-hmm. talk us through the process. All right. We take some flour, a couple teaspoons of yeast, teaspoon of salt, some sugar. We knead the shit out of it for a while in a bowl, flatten it, fold it, knead it. Your, Apparently you could put chocolate and shit in it. We're yeah, doing that too. Haven't yeah, tried it your yet. Your pecs look amazing, so, yeah. by the way. Yes, I'm built. Uh, my <laughs> arms are going to look amazing. I'll be able to arm wrestle anybody. She mm. won't be able to win. She'll, she'll just <laughs> have to arm wrestle. Exactly. I'll try to anyway. But uh, then you set it in a bowl beside the fire. You let it proof. Turn it, flip it, turn it for a bit. And then bury it in some white ash in your fire pit. Not racist. No. No. Yeah, it could be black ash. It's it, not, you know, it, it depends on which continent you're on. Which ash <laughs> which you're ash have. But either way, it'll be fine. Yeah. So, so, okay, on the on the ash thing, mm-hmm. what have you learned about Australian wood? Redwood burns amazingly. Red, red, red gum. gum. That's yeah. it. Red gum burns amazingly. Um, and it's heavy as fuck. Very dense. And it burns for a long time. But like our politicians. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I, I know they're dense, but it, it remains to be seen how long Tony Abbott burns. Hopefully we'll find out. Now, here's the exciting thing. <laughs> so this is going on your Patreon special. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the coolest thing. In two days, we're going to find out whether or not gay marriage is legal in Australia. If it is, I'm totally taking credit. If it isn't, I'm what totally we've been doing credit, for the last so three yeah. days, prison time. <laughs> <laughs> Now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that keeps striking me as uh, being an American in Australia is like being the dog in Up. So everything that I see is shit that these guys see every fucking day. So I'll just see a tree, and I'll just be standing there in awe of it, going like, "Wow, that's a really cool fucking tree!" And they're like, "Yeah, that's it. That's we call those trees here." <laughs> you know, if, if you can imagine, just imagine again, speaking just to the Americans here, imagine that you bring somebody to your house and they see a squirrel and freak the fuck out and chase it around and start taking pictures of it. That's a us in Australia. Yeah, let me take a picture. Too. So Jamie and I, and I'll bring Jamie into this because he's notoriously quiet but we've had a lifetime of seeing stupid things bouncing around annoying people 100% for our our entire lives 100% and we've had probably half a dozen of these bastards just troll through our campsite you and I look at that and go it's another bloody roof has anyone got a shotgun handy (laughs) and these two are like a kid with a new bike yeah (laughs) You said he's trying to jump in the pouch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go for a ride. And the worst thing about it all, I'm trying to get them to go to a pub where they do a coat of arms pizza where you could eat kangaroo and emu at the same time. <laughs> but no one wants to take me up on this offer. They're so I, fucking cute. <laughs> I absolutely want to take you up on this offer because I don't know how good kangaroo and emu pizza is. It's apparently it's emu, not emu. Um, but I don't know how good it is, but it's certainly going to be better than Chicago pizza. So I'm willing to give it a try. If I yeah, eat do you that, hear that, I Thomas Cecil? Yes. Are you listening? No, they're not. No, they don't. They're, they're not patrons to your, to your show. Cheap bastards. <laughs> um, which is why I can get away with saying that too, despite the fact that Tom's biceps are bigger than my head. <laughs> we had a try at fishing, Lucinda. What's the score? I caught a shit ton of seaweed. And greenery and sticks. It would be seaweed if it was the sea. I have no idea. <laughs> I, the, the, the green stuff that's growing in vines in the water. 
I caught a lot of that. Which and, honestly uh, doesn't sound too impressive, except for the fact that she is the only one who caught any fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm proud winning. of myself. Uh, as it happens, we came down here on the same weekend that there's a fishing competition, <laughs> and everyone else has cleaned out. The There's whole no arrangement. Fish Unfortunately, there are no fish left in Australia. Mm. <laughs> We're hoping to ship a few more in from New Zealand. Yeah, apparently the contest was run by John West. <laughs> and uh, yep. we've been fucking and we're fresh fucked. Out of, we're fresh out of dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the fucked up thing. So, okay, so we go on this trip. Me, Lucinda, Heath, Eli. And he says to Heath and Eli, I says, hey guys, you know, I'm going a little early because I'm going to go camping out in the fucking bush with Adam. I was like, you guys are more than welcome to come along. It'll be a great time. We'll see some Australian wildlife. We'll sleep under the stars. You sit around the campfire, have a good old time. And they're like, oh, we would rather stay at five-star hotels and eat great food in Tokyo. So they're doing that boring shit while we're hanging out here doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But eating great food nonetheless. Well, five-star food. Well, no, I'm going to be honest with you. As big a fan as I am of sushi, we're definitely eating better than those guys. Yeah. Um, now, unfortunately, our damper is not being served off of the thighs of naked Japanese women. No, I'm not Japanese, but I'm prepared to give it a go. <laughs> 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 All right, we're we're gonna have to record. We're gonna have to end the record right there, guys. I have important work to do. <laughs> Let's finish the record with a couple of bird calls. You've both heard the Karawong the magpie, or the crow. Uh, Noah, give us one of your best. What's something that you've heard that uh, amuses you greatly? All right, my, my favorite so far is the sheep bird. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it's called, but it's a bird that goes, meh, And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It just sounds like some pissed off guy that can't be bothered to speak. <laughs> or it's time. Yeah, well, I, right. I can and name then, a few podcasters like that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also, there's also one of them, uh, apparently, that, um, that laughs. The kookaburra. The kookaburra. Now, I've seen it. I haven't heard the call. They keep telling me We did me see that. We saw that the first time we... So we pulled into the place where I grew up, and I took them up to the local gay hookup joint because that's where I do some of my best work. Uh, but there's a look out there. Show these guys this. This kookaburra flies in. Now, the kookaburra is relatively common around the place, but this one must have been like Helen Keller sort of mute. <laughs> Never <laughs> Gave us nothing. So, yeah. Jamie, I'm going to throw this to you. What's a kookaburra sound like? Oh, now, yeah. you, you get away from the microphone because it'll peak. Whoa! That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this is what a kookaburra actually sounds like. There you go. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what the ones we heard sounded like. And I started feeling like fucking, uh, like Dane Cook trying to do stand-up comedy here. They said, no, it'll laugh, it'll laugh. I'm telling it all my best fucking jokes. It doesn't a do peep. a goddamn thing. I like the one that was yelling, woohoo. Woohoo! No, that was Early. me. Like I was hiding oh, in that the bushes okay. while you were going for a week. Good. <laughs> 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 I was sort of cheering you on. It looked like you were having a bit of a trouble there. <laughs> a kookaburra is more. <clears throat> like that. Is that the one that sounded like a monkey to me the other day? Yeah, the howling yes. monkey bird. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, then that's we have what it, heard that. Okay. Right. That's that is what it was. right. Yeah. All right, good. Then my jokes my, didn't die. Well, my favorite is <laughs> Jamie's did. <laughs> Final thing, favorite bit about Australia so far? 
Noah. I'm going to have to say, at the risk of being sentimental here, because I'm not 100% sober, we <laughs> brought with us about... Now, <laughs> twelve liters of booze. Well, but I, and I, but I have to say because I don't even know if this is a fucking thing in the states. We bought wine by the box. <laughs> now you may think wine comes in bottles and shit with your spoiled American bullshit, but apparently no. Wine comes in a box. We brought about four boxes of wine <laughs> and about. Uh, whatever, 12 uh, uh, beers or so. Well, no, I'm I'm not a drinker. If you know me at all, you know I'm not a, not an alcohol guy. Uh, luckily, there were some uh, other inebriants available, so I was able to keep up. <laughs> um, but my favorite part about Australia so far is the company. Yeah, hey. definitely. Lucinda? I, st- I stole your answer. You have to you come did. up with something else. I'm not that original. Uh, honestly, I have to say just the, the whole experience. I mean, the company, the place, the animals. I'm in love uh, with it all, and I kind of want to move to Australia now. Well, so what we're talking about doing now, <laughs> and we've, we've spoken with some people with the Australian military about this. <laughs> we're going to hook up a few. We're going to hook up boats the north and the south, and we're going to try to haul this fucking continent a little bit closer <laughs> to the States, get within nine or ten flight hours or so, and it'll be just fine. Yeah, it'll be over here all the fucking time. Hardly a challenge. <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure bringing you down to shallow bushgrave territory. <laughs> now, <laughs> tomorrow we get to run the gauntlet out of here because it was a lot the Volkswagen with its two-wheel drive, <laughs> there are a couple of points where I had to get everyone out of the car just to make sure we could get over a certain <laughs> speed bump. <laughs> we might be here a few more days. Uh, yeah. So if, if this is out. the last you hear from me... Well, no, never mind. If I die, you'll never hear this, so might as well, might as well not even throw <laughs> <Fuck> it out. <laughs> Last will and testament, just in case. Uh, let's see. I'm going to leave my 3D printer to my cats. <laughs> They're just going to print a shape. box to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. They're going to have to print their own litter boxes and little, their own little toys and shit like that from now on. I'm going to leave my, uh, leave my guitar to Jamie because apparently he plays guitar. Like a weapon. That pretty much does it for everything I own. So. <laughs> Lucinda? I don't make it out of here alive. I have nothing. I'll leave my 3D printer also to my cats. And uh, That's my 3D printer. No. Yeah, no, you gotta come got to come with something. You bought it for me for It was a gift. I bought it, it's though, well, but I bought it for you, therefore. It, we, yeah. That's how gifts work. But again, like you said, if we don't make it out of here alive, who fucking cares? Because they're not. Yeah, right. Well, that's the great (laughs) thing about being an atheist. After I die, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You guys can fight over my shit. Yeah, right. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Whoever can come up with the best haiku about how I died gets all my shit. (laughs) (laughs) As far as you know, the, the likelihood if if. There's going to be some casualties here. It's going to be you guys. And I've got to say, your liver looks pretty good, Noah. <laughs> well, that's because on account I don't drink. Now, I do want to clear up one misconception here. We've been in Australia now for four days. Three of them we've been 
outdoors. Like again, sleeping without a Under tent, stars, sleeping on the, on the ground. Nothing has tried to kill us. Right. Keep in mind when you hear all this shit about all the venomous everything that they have in Australia, that there are human beings here that have managed to survive for generations. <laughs> so if you've been avoiding Australia because of all the venomous, crazy sharks with laser beams and all that shit that you've heard about, don't worry about it. Apparently that's mostly in Perth. <laughs> Just come to Sydney. It's the... Don't go to Perth. No, don't go to Perth. <laughs> don't go to Perth. Perth is halfway between Adelaide and suicide. If if anyone's going to go out, I reckon it's going to be Lucinda by Drop Bear. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some sort of... Well, now you have that picture, though, of a cute little koala with bloody, sharp fangs and a big ass. <laughs> and I'm totally terrified of it, and now you say that I'm the one that's going to... Well, you're the smallest <laughs> It would flatten my head like that. But like, I would have been unconscious my ass. I would be like... would they pick anyone, her. like a man here, with a bigger brain? <laughs> There's your next week's segment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they're going to clobber you. And then they're just going to gather around for feeding. So, and By the way, Bye, world. nobody let Lucinda in on the secret here. We're having a blast with this shit, with this drop bear shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. The penny drops. <laughs> Hopefully not the fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're off to continue drinking heavily and gorging ourselves on carbs that have been baked in the ashes of fire. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week for certain death. (laughs) (laughs) We've just walked in, ladies and gentlemen, on with uh, No Illusions, Listening to Illusions and Isabel, Questionable Isabel. Uh, what are you seeing, guys? Where are we? Uh, well, I'm seeing pretty much everything. And how many stories up are we? A lot. We're a lot of stories up. Uh, towering above Sydney. Rotating We're moving at a very, very slowly. Slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can see the Opera House from here. Just barely. The bath house now will be facing the other way. There's a very big church. A lot of Hot Wheels carts <laughs> down there somewhere. Oh, really? Quite an impressive fountain bell. It's quite a church right there, too. There's a big wasted space here with a lot of steeples. So we're up here celebrating marriage quality. Yay! We are. As it happens, we're all married. I couldn't really care less about everybody else, but would you make a ferry ride over? Got a bit of a decent view. A mm. little on the choppy side, but that's all right. That's nice. Uh, Opera House, what color is it? It's it is yellow yeah. and tannish, brownish yellow. Yeah, don't let the pictures lie to you. It's not white. And it's like a hygienist appointment. Use a deep cleaning. <laughs> all right, so time to hook into some delicious dinner. Yum, yum. Living review. <laughs> all right, so... So guys, uh, the, the di- emo look like a nut. <laughs> the, view- the emo is <laughs> emo. <laughs> emo wasn't very good at all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, a, it's, it's so fucking They eat those goddamn teenagers. <laughs> they get too bitchy. It's, it's just a yeah. barbecue. It's, got a little, it's a little tough. It's a, it's a hint of goth about it. <laughs> a little fatty. Pretty chewy. Way too much yeah. fingernail polish. It's just yeah. Hair wax. It's, it's kind of so, depressing by the end. So yeah. now are the kangaroo, yay or nay? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say nay. I'm not a super adventurous eater. I would imagine a more talented chef probably could have done something with it, but yeah, a little gamey, a little tough. Mm. I give it a like three a, out of ten. Looks like a good piece of beef, and then you taste it. 
And it's not. <laughs> so what did you whack on your plate, Lucinda? I have a little bit of everything. The emu uh, looks like a testicle and tastes probably a little bit like one too. I don't know. I've never bitten into one before. You're a lucky man now. But <laughs> just to clarify, just saying. She sharpens those teeth too. The bloody fangs of a, a drop bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What else did you get on there? You, you had some I don't know well. what a lot of it is. Yeah. That looks like an eyeball. I don't know if it is, but I didn't scallop. eat it. It's okay. It's a scallop. So you've definitely had those before in your life. You know, sure. you know what a scallop is, yeah? Sure. Yeah. But it still looks like an eyeball. Except it's pronounced scallop. But yeah. you guys can say it however you want. <laughs> sure, well, sure. Eyeball, um, eyeball, scallop. Yeah. You know, got some chicken, corn on the cob, some fish thing. That's a giblet. Okay. I made that up, I've not. That's not a giblet. Yeah. Uh, your take on the kangaroo, Lucinda? It is weird. And they're way too cute to eat, so. Way too what, sorry? Way too cute to eat. Cute. Okay. So, I was kind of sad when I was chewing on it. And I don't. Yeah, made it kind of taste weird. I'm not a big fan of the kangaroo. Okay. And uh, as we've been rotating in the revolting restaurant, I mean the revolving restaurant around Sydney, <laughs> and the sun's gone down, uh, we've worked out where questionable Isabel works. And used to work. <laughs> and used to work. And yes. hopefully will work. <laughs> the, the building where they filmed The Matrix. I used to work in that building. Yeah, she Very cool. The one where, the, where Neo holds there the helicopter. There it is. Triangle one there. Yeah. Yep. Where Neo pulls the, the helicopter down and it uh, ripples out. Um, that was... We, she, cool. she took the day off work for that one, yep. which is good. <laughs> beautiful cool. views. Beautiful views. Uh, you learned how they clean the windows up here? Yes, apparently Charlie does that. Elaborate. It's a thing that lives on the roof. That <laughs> comes down and cleans the windows occasionally. It's like oh. a robot so thing. So, as far as yeah. the listeners are concerned, it's like Santa Claus. It just <laughs> periodically turns up, does some magic, and then buggers it off. Takes two years to clean them all. <laughs> It takes a month to clean all the, the windows on this building. It's an automated. No, no, no. It's beautiful. Once a month, Once a month. it cleans two the windows days. for oh, two, two days. days. Okay. Yes. Oh. I was takes a month to clean Overreacting, my bad. <laughs> I was correcting it. <laughs> With good reason. Well, there was something else that um, I, I got to correct you on. We had a little. Um, when we were out of Google range down ah. while we were camping. You want a dollar? Which. Uh, radioactive materials are in your house. And um... Actually, that was not the question. The question was, what item in your house contains a radioactive material? Which I got correct. I just misidentified the radioactive material. That was for bonus points, though. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. But I, I get a bit of a pass on it since the radioactive material in question was named after my country. There is no australia -ium. What is so, the? What was the answer to the question? Well, Noah's answer to the question was polonium because apparently that's what, what they put the in the press because that was, he only watches he only watches Fox News. <laughs> what the smoke that has uh, oh, the smoke detector. Smoke, yeah, the smoke detector. Which is which? Also, if you happen to have bananas in your house, those are also you know more radioactive than the radioactive materials. Pine nuts, smoke is, yeah, pine nuts as well. Brazil nuts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the correct answer being americium or um, americium. 
I believe it's americium. Oh. But americum sounds far more yeah, uh, sexy. That's sexy. Yeah, yeah. And it's, we have literally yeah, seen the entire city now. Yeah, 360 views, man. And you didn't even have to walk. We, uh, in the building that we're in, there's three levels to it. The first level is about 300 metres above sea level. It's a very long elevator ride up. And there's two lifts, and there's a camera that shows you all the other people in the other lift. And we got to wave to them in seven different languages. <laughs> and apparently the uh, the people in the other uh, in the other elevator just couldn't get enough of them. <laughs> they were so excited. The one lady in the back was just constantly. Oh, I think she had epilepsy just quietly. Could be. But the the, in, the the so there's the four of us in the lift, and then there's a German couple. And I turn to him and say, "Would you mind waving to them in German, please?" And the look on his face. Was, <laughs> uh, now. The, the real funny bit is that the German guy says, uh, it, Adam makes some uh, uh, mention of his favorite German beer. And uh, the guy says, oh, yes, Oktoberfest and, and the beer. That's the only thing people think uh, know of about Germany. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. That's the one thing we think of when we think Germany. We think German beer. Yeah. So, as I pointed out, he's, he's clearly not on Twitter and a follower of Dan Errol. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Dan, by the way. <laughs> uh, but we're having a kick-ass time, and everyone else is not. Uh, but we're, yeah, we're sort of getting prepared for the Australian Skeptics Convention, which is coming up very shortly. Not far from, from that. That kicks off Friday evening. Yeah. I understand. Well, you're presenting twice. Yeah. I'm presenting once, and neither of us have done a single thing to get ready for it. Not a lick. One thing, just while we're, we're on here, we saw a demonstration in the streets. I don't think it was a demonstration. I think it was a celebration, because something really exciting happened to that. That marriage equality um, <laughs> that was, it. was voted 60 something percent in, in favor, so all of a sudden, yay, love! Okay. Damn shame it wasn't a binding vote type of thing, but yeah, no. but at the very least, no. No. Do, you want yeah. Have, do you want to have a guess at how much it cost our government to determine <laughs> what the public opinion was? Um, no, I don't. What Lucinda, do you want to have a crack? Just, just pick a number at random, something obscene. Zillion dollars. Not quite, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was $120 million. That's not to, as much to as To determine I something that like, you probably could have done with an online Twitter post. <laughs> mm. So we're all happy. And we, yeah, we, we looked are. out the window. We're celebrating. We saw a whole bunch of people celebrating. And, and here we are eating native animals <laughs> and, uh, getting and getting allergy sickness. <laughs> <laughs> See you yes. soon. Okay, we're in the cab with Hadprit, and um, he's a political pundit. <laughs> um, so, on a scale of one to, 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 to five nuclear missiles, how would you rate Donald Trump's performance for the Americans here in the car with us? <laughs> you can swear. <laughs> <laughs> You got a couple of Hillary voters over here. So. <laughs> Say what you want. On the contrary, Hillary, I'm not with Donald. I'm with Hillary, you know. So it's, we, I can give just one. Uh, 
Just, just one nuclear missile? Yeah. Out of five? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, okay. That's pretty much all it would take if we could shut them up. <laughs> Who would be a better U.S. president? Hillary's the best if she gonna want that time. Either Obama is the best, you know, the last one. Yeah. He's the he best. Obama. Obama. Yeah. Obama. Yeah, he could count. <laughs> yeah, we can say that, huh? He knew all the numbers. <laughs> the biggest numbers alright um, well thanks for tuning in for this segment uh, thanks for that <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen running around the skeptics greetings dinner at uh, the Occidental Hotel and beers are plenty it's, it's flowing freely speaking of flowing freely we've got Elvin greetings Greetings, sir. It's great to be here. I shouldn't lean into the mic, sorry. Oh, that's all right. You, you, didn't, you didn't peek too much. And uh, Shane. Hi, I'm Shane from the Easy Like a Sunday Morning podcast. Oh. And how hard is that to find? Or is it pretty easy? It's fairly easy. Yeah, okay, good. Well, this is a... Give us a shout-out. Where can we find it? Um, Spreaker, Stitcher, yep. iTunes. All the good places. All the good places, yeah. Yep. It's called Easy Like a Sunday Morn. Oh. M-O-R-N, not morning, it's M-O-R-N. All right, so nobody's died and we're just celebrating no, no, uh, no. in terms of podcasts. Great Aunt Ethel got a left tip caught in the ringer and now it's easy for us to get yeah. more right okay I'll probably cut that that was pretty rubbish yeah it was um, now you guys are flown in from Adelaide Adelaide best city in the world uh, or Radelaide Radelaide nah no. Mm, yeah some people say that we don't say that though <laughs> this is a bit of an annual thing for you I'd like to think it is but it's actually not no, it should be inaugural it should be <laughs> I, I've been here I was here for the um, last major one the kind of like the mini TAM when I met most of the people who are here tonight. Yeah, yeah. There's no shortage of friendly faces here, so let's totally. get in England. Let's do it. Let's rock on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined in the foyer by Tim Mendham, champion of reason, fighter of crime, <laughs> defender of the innocent, and, uh, and organiser of the, uh, the Australian Skeptics Convention. So, greetings. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How'd you go last night? Good, what I can remember. <laughs> so, a bit, a bit distracted by Eli's antics? Yeah, but that was good actually. I rather enjoyed that, I must admit. But, yeah. He did a cracking job. Uh, turned up to Australia, completely left all his real magic tricks elsewhere, and uh, managed to pull off a very entertaining session it with good. A, it was very good. a pack of cards, a couple of pencils, and. <laughs> Yeah, did a top show. And the uh, Ben Spoon Award? That went down very well, actually. The yeah. Ben Spoon Award went to the uh, National Institute of Complementary Medicine. Yes. Which is a, uh, a research organisation over at uh, Western Sydney Uni, mm-hmm. which uh, was nominated last year but didn't win. But this year they came up they, with the goods. <laughs> right? been working it's, it's a, basically, they promote alternative medicine such as, on their website, crystal therapy. Yep. Reiki, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. All the good stuff. All the good stuff, actually. We pointed at that last year. They, they were also promoting rhino horn at one stage. Yes. Now, yeah. Rhino horn, that might sound a little rude. It's not. Um, it involves killing the rhino and taking the horn and achieving precisely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. So the Ben Spoon Award, prestigious award, and you say it went down well. It went down so well, in fact, it fell off the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and giggling in the background, we've got... <laughs> Come in a bit closer, Joe. We've got Joe Benamu. Oh my god, you can pronounce my name! How are you, now you've had, what are we now? It's uh, it's half nine in the morning. You're probably into your 17th coffee and you're fighting a good fight. 
Mm. Because... Australia's leading. Hang on, you, you need the inverted commas to go with this. Mm-hmm. Australia's leading vaccination expert, Judy Wileyman. Oh, sorry, not, so not Dr. Dave Hawkes. No, no, sorry, no, Dave. No, he, he wasn't available. <laughs> yes, is uh, is hosting a vaccination information session tomorrow night, right. which is currently listed on the City of Sydney government website. Now, you pay tax, don't you? I do. Yeah, and Tim, yeah. I pay tax. Well, yeah. occasionally, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> This being recorded, <laughs> you don't work for Apple. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I pay a bit of tax, mm. and that website, anything.gov, mm. taxpayer funded. Mm. And there's, uh, yeah, so Julie Wineman, oh, I, I, I don't recall the episode number offhand, but uh, yeah, Joe, you're on that, uh, Dave Hawks is yes. on that. I think Ra- uh, Franco Soup yes. was, was on that as well. There's quite a bit of screaming, and I put in the uh, little. <laughs> Colonic consciousness soundbite oh, yeah. uh, throughout. <laughs> we, uh, we should also point out that Judy Butlerman actually won the Ben Spoon last year. Yes, That's true. Yeah. So um, she outdid an entire universe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, so maybe that prestige is what got her to uh, to getting listed on the city. Oh no, they must have just seen her coming and gone, oh look, you know, it's clearly Australia's leading vaccine expert. <laughs> we can't say no. Yeah, she's got an inkjet printer, knocked together something of her own. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, had a great night last night. You're currently trying to find somebody uh, who works in the government. Oh, I have to say, a very nice young man in the city of Sydney's after hours office was met with an irate phone call this morning um, and no I was very nice to him because it's not his fault and he's doing everything he can to find someone to get this yeah call. can they turn it off and on again at the wall maybe yeah and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah now this uh, so, so this convention that Judy Wallingham mm. oh, sorry information session, session mm. uh, is being held tomorrow yes. night is it but we don't know where because you know you know anti-vaxxers don't like to tell people where they're doing things yeah. <laughs> you know for this very reason <laughs> exactly well, but, but, but you know the city of Sydney you know it contravened all of their own requirements for an event listing mm. so how and what, one other point of note that's probably come across your radar mm. is uh, Lyle Shelton our good friend has been hard at work and during the same time as we're having this convention where sensible people mm. Uh, with more than two neurons colliding, uh, <laughs> gather together to talk about interesting things. Uh, Lyle Shelton's holding some sort of ACL event oh, uh, really? this weekend. It's only a couple of blocks from here. Oh, really? Well. Oh, Pro- I feel dirty. I feel pres- dirty just being near that. Presumably in a public toilet, I would like to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, Lyle, if you're listening. <laughs> And just at this, like this morning, I was on the ferry coming over to, to the event, mm. and there's a Republican. Oh, I don't recall his name. I'll, I'll mm. find it out. Oh, um, speaking, speaking. Oh, sorry, I, no, uh, I interrupted. Oh, oh, two, two seconds. I'll you go. You. You uh, go. He's, he's uh, one of those family values guys oh. in the in the US, and has just resigned for being caught oh. having uh, another gentleman inside his gentlemanness uh, in his <laughs> office, lifting his luggage, perhaps. <laughs> just giving him a hand. <laughs> So to speak. Sorry, if, Joe. If you, if you listen to Savage Love, you'll get that reference. 
<laughs> do you know do you know that reference? So um, so the, the euphemism lifting your luggage is um, about a uh, it was coined by Dan Savage I think or one of his listeners because another I think it was a an American pastor or congressman or something was caught coming back from a holiday with his uh, young male escort oh, yeah. who when questioned about this he said that no 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 the young man was there just to lift his luggage right yes. no, but it was um young uh, latino gentleman yes. i understand yes mm. yes mm. um now I, I interrupted you oh no no you, i was you, just, just going to say speaking of lyle shelton and you know the wonderful yes vote last week lyle if you're listening i just want you to know that my wonderful rainbow family will be having a big gay wedding sometime very very soon and um stimulating the economy as much as yes. lyle stimulating somebody <laughs> in the public toilet yeah. at the moment <laughs> So I was thinking actually that you know, any baker worth their, worth their thing would have three cakes in the window. Oh, ready to go. Man and a woman doll. I think, someone, yeah. I think someone from the Bakers Association or Bakers Guild or whatever was quoted on Twitter as saying, what baker in their right mind wouldn't bake someone a cake? In terms of disposable income, there is no better audience. Now, here's one other thing I'll point out. Now, there's a, a company, Unilever, I think, that produces streets, ice creams and, uh, and so forth. There's been some union uh, oh, yes. action where they've cut, well, they're, they're trying to cut the wages of the workers. In Australia, there's a an ice cream, a, a dessert thing called the Golden Gay Time. Oh, it's now a with thing. the result of the yes vote, what better product could you have to promote? <laughs> <laughs> and at the moment, there's so many people boycotting that company. So yeah, no Golden Gay Times, but as much gay time as uh, if you're listening, Shel- uh, Ron, uh, Lyle Shelton. <laughs> Speaking of the Golden Gate Time, have you seen what they're now selling? You know, you can now, now buy like no, you can now buy like um, can like tins of the you know the biscuity thing that goes around the Golden Gate Times. Oh, you like can, the crumbs. You, you can, the, the, be, the best bit. Right. You can buy it in the supermarket now. <laughs> right. Delicious. But don't buy it because um, they're no, they're kind of pricks for yeah. cutting the wages of people in Australia and we do like to have living wages even though you have to mm. sell both of your kidneys to buy a shoebox apartment in Sydney. Right. Yes. So, yeah. so streets, once you start paying your workers well, mm. then I'll go and buy all of the Golden Gate Time biscuits <laughs> from you. Mm. So we've got a fantastic lineup here mm-hmm. today. Um, by the time this goes to air, there's uh, the guys from Cognitive Dissonance and Scathing Atheists kicking off in about 10 or 15 minutes doing the mm-hmm. Citation Needed, a wonderful podcast where they pretend to know things that they don't know very much about. And they've got another recording this evening of the GAM show, so um, God Awful Movies. Mm-hmm. Now, as part of the joke, given the overwhelming yes vote, Noah and Eli said, well, we have to... It's mandatory now to get married in Australia to another gentleman. Mm. And my wife hasn't used her wedding dress since we got married. <laughs> I have a little bit, but I'll just cut that from the show, <laughs> if you're listening, Lyle. And... Um, <laughs> And uh, so Noah says, uh, do, can I, do you mind if we bring this in? I said, well, it's going to fit you, because Noah's built quite a lot like my wife. <laughs> Eli, not so much. <laughs> no. So this is going to be a one-time event. And I, at, at about midnight last night, we yeah. get in home, I've had a few drinks, and Isabel is absolutely exhausted. And I put the hard word on and said, look, do you mind if, I, if we use your wedding dress for one joke tomorrow? And she said... Mm, okay, but I expect to be reimbursed 80% after our divorce and I have to buy another wedding dress. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. Uh, who else have we got speaking today, Tim? We have 
Um, well, we've had Adam Spencer this morning. Mm-hmm. Mathematician. Um, yes, we've got uh, Andrew Torres on skepticism in the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cara Santamaria, of course. Lovely. One of the ones I'm really looking forward to is um, Katan Joshi, Professor Kate Orty, and Oscar Archer on energy, yes. uh, renewables. Katan Joshi's been on the show previously. Yes, he has. Um, and he's literally on a solar panel today. <laughs> <laughs> he's standing on uh, a I, solar I, panel. I met him for the first time last night, and I tried that joke on him. <laughs> Fell flat. <laughs> tough, tough crowd. <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, right now, I'm actually missing the one talk that I really wanted to see this morning. Uh, so, Lee Nicholson, I really, really hope I get to see a recording of your talk, because it would be fabulous. Rian Sheehan with some live music. That's right. We've got Ruth Ellison yeah. coming up. She's yeah. a long-term yeah. skating, sort of talking about her life in cults. Mm-hmm. Mm. That'd be good to see how she got out. And Dr. Vion Sharma as yep. well. And uh, Captain Disillusion. Showing oh. his videos. Mm. It's, yes. a, it's a jam-packed session. And Jason it? Silver to end the, end the convention this is, this is why I'm never asked to do a solo presentation, because if it was me showing my videos, I'd never be invited back again. <laughs> oh, they're those sort of videos. Yeah. <laughs> Your Honour. <Yes. laughs> Very well. Well, guys, uh, let's hook into Sunday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Enjoy not being at church. <laughs> but it's not, a, it's not a day of rest, I can assure you. <laughs> See you guys. Mm. We, don't need we can have. Oh, that's yeah. too real. Super guys. This is cool. Hey, he's here. No, hey, he's here. Yes. Oh, good. We, we definitely, do. definitely have to have He's here. He is the linchpin to the whole show. This is yeah. I'm curious. What does that mean to do that? Hi, buddy. What's going <laughs> on? Man? What's going on? Off the stage. You guys playing cards? Essential. <laughs> Essential member of the cast. I would not try doing that fine. with Eli. <laughs> <laughs> so, citation needed. Just finished the recording, guys. Welcome on. How do you feel you went talking about Australian stuff to Australians? <laughs> I think it was well, nice to finally the... explain their history to them. Yeah. Bunch of... I learned stuff. I think, they learned a lot. I think they learned a lot. You did? Yeah. Good. Except the part where Eli expected us all to do Australian accents. I thought awesome. it went really yeah, well. I hope awesome. we could all take a little direction. That's fine. I'm <laughs> level of professionalism. I feel like personally I killed that. No, well, you did. No, you did. Actually. <laughs> so the question, okay, now's your opportunity. You haven't had a massacre here in a long time, yeah. so I want yeah, to bring a little America to you. you know? <laughs> all right, repeat after me in an Australian accent. A little old lady was mutilated late last night. In an Australian accent, yeah. a little old lady <laughs> okay, was. Not did I get that? I got that. That's that was my. You set that up like dad style, right there. Little old lady out there. Even less in here. Little old lady was mutilated. I can't do that shit. That's not. That's never going to be my thing. thing. So talk through the Nick Kelly thing. Did this aspect of Australian history blow your mind, change your opinion of Australians? No, reinforce no, the, yeah, yeah, reinforced yeah, the right. shit yeah, out of He's my favorite person in history. He's my favorite historical person now. I, we, we, were, we were initially going to do the Emu War, and we have a script written for the Emu War. But then we were, we were told about the Ned Kelly thing, I, and I read that wiki. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, absolutely. We're doing that guy 100%. Yeah. There was a dozen people that sent us, do Ned Kelly, do right. Ned, yeah. do Ned yeah. Kelly. And those are the dozen listeners. That's the, that's the people. <laughs> they were all in that room. It was, 100% it was you and 11 of your friends, I think. So, <laughs> all, yeah. my, all my other uh, email addresses. Right. Yeah. Now, the, so I am going to get you to get one word right in an Australian accent. Oh, Jesus. No, and I think you might handle this one. You're very, very ho- hopeful and optimistic. Emu. Emu. Oh, emu. 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 
Emelu. It's Emu. 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 Hogging all the syllables. <laughs> no is one syllable. You people are like nine. <laughs> you just run through all of them like they're still there every time you don't want something. Like, Wait, let me check and see if all the syllables are there. Nine. <laughs> yeah, they steal all. The- <laughs> <laughs> coming up this evening with uh, a little bit of god-awful movies. Yeah! Yep. Sam, what are you kicking off with tonight? Top 10 Scientific Facts in the Bible by mm. Ray Comfort. Ray, Ray Comfort! Comfort. And you've, oh, you've no. got more than about two and a half minutes of material? No, not, mm. I could do an hour of just impersonating him. <laughs> so, Noah was up the other end of my place doing the research for this watching a, a Ray Comfort film on my television. I'm down the other end of my office, tapping away on my keyboard, trying to do my real job. <laughs> and I just hear this, oh, and then there's something about uh, made up, whatever, in the Ray Comfort voice. Pause. Hysterical laughter for about 30 seconds. I'm trying to close a half million dollar deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray Comfort was trying to talk about the law. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what he just fucking said. <laughs> so you guys have a couple of cracking Australian episodes coming out. Thanks for joining me backstage next to the toilets where we do our best work. And uh, have a great show tonight, guys. Thanks, thanks so Thanks so much. You. Appreciate it. So the most surreal thing has just happened. <laughs> I just walked up and met Irita for uh, the first time in about, oh, it'd be five or six years. Ten years. Ten. You know, you're right. It has been up quite some time. And you used to work at a store that I would call on as a rep and sell stuff to, and you'd buy stuff. And then out of nowhere, we're sitting in the audience for Citation Needed with the guys from Cognitive Dissonance and Scathing Atheist and went down a treat. And from across the room, I look over and say, I know you. This the, the industry I work in, skepticism isn't a big thing. So, hi, welcome to the show, Arita. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you first got into skepticism, uh, what, eight, eight or ten years, eight or nine years ago? What are we... In my early 20s, so, yeah, about eight, nine years ago. Yep. And, yeah, before that, I, I wasn't a very good critical thinker. Mm-hmm. I was definitely... You bought stuff from me. That yeah, would be... <laughs> Right, I just ate it all up. <laughs> um, but no, I um, yeah, believed in a lot of citizens. Um, yep. I was still holding on to beliefs of, you know, I guess, a high bar a lot of the time. Yep. Um, but then I stumbled across the country and discussed it. It's a good one. Absolutely. And that's what brought you here today? Well, yeah, it's been a long journey, I guess. Since, since then. Um, I've been a member of the Australian Skeptics on and off. Yep. Um, I've been to get more involved in Canberra. Yep. I saw this and I'm going to give it a go this time. Yep. yep. And it's your first convention? It's my first Skeptics convention. It's absolutely amazing. I'm here all on my lonesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really nice to be around a bunch of people. Yep. And from uh, Skeptics Guide to the Universe, did that then lead you down a path of a whole bunch of other like uh, do you listen to Scathing Atheist and Cold Dis? I do I uh, stumbled across Cold Dis I think through um, Skeptic's Guide referencing them Mm. and then I from them I found Scathing Atheist and the movies and and the rest of the guys yep there is no shortage of content out there well, it's a pleasure and most surreal to see you again and uh, welcome to the community. Thank you. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, thanks.
Following an exhaustive week of kangaroo stalking, valley walking, damper baking, fairy taking, echidna luring, opera house touring, conference presenting, and award eventing, not to mention the 50 hours on airplanes on either side, it's my pleasure to let you know that Dania in Lebanon, Marta in Armenia, Ruzana in Armenia, and Anahit in Armenia all received support as a percentage of the proceeds from both episodes 110 and 111 of The Herd Mentality. This money is specifically targeted towards women in developing countries to help further their education. Also, special shout-out to Pascal, Frankie, Ross, Elvin, Rick, and Susie for being moderately to incredibly well-endowed and for supporting the show at patreon.com slash herdmentality. Or you could just spend all your money on exorbitant airfare just to sleep on a rock with giant lizards and venomous rabbits around you. Your choice. <laughs> 